0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Camus Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Thomas Morris. Welcome to the church uh, very much his relatives and family who are here with us, uh, Elizabeth and Michael and Anne and Uh, all the family and all the family friends who are here as well. In particular, I welcome Ian Pedden, uh, the president of Whitefield Bowling Club, along with members uh, of that club that are here with us today. Uh, And worth recognising today uh, very much that Tom uh, was the oldest member of that club uh, at the present time. So welcome all the friends that are here with us today. Today uh, we've come uh, to the church uh, to celebrate death and rising, um, and especially we hear of that theme in the Gospel of today's Mass. Uh, Of course, we enter into the mystery of death and rising through our baptism, and of course it is a special significance here today uh, that we come here to celebrate that death and rising that takes place in all of our lives uh, through baptism. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God Lord, and, to and to you, Lord, Lord, and to you Lord, my brothers and sisters, that Lord, I have greatly Lord, sinned, in my, my thoughts and Lord, in my words, in, in what Lord, I have done and in what, what I have failed to do, Lord, through my fault, through Lord, my and fault, and through my most grievous fault. My most fault. fault. Therefore, Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary of our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O oh God, almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Thomas, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen.
1: first reading, a reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food. On this mountain, he will remove the mourning veil covering all peoples and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek. He will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth for the Lord has said so. That day it will be said, See, this is our God, in whom we hoped for salvation. The Lord is the one in whom we hoped. We exalt and we rejoice that he has saved us. The word of the Lord.
2: reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of Him who loved us. For I am certain of this neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing, can ever come between us and the love of God made visible. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. The word of the Lord.
0: You. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Praise and Jesus said to his disciples, Now the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you most solemnly, unless a weak grain falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Anyone who loves their life loses it. Anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for the eternal life. If someone serves me, they must follow me. Wherever I am, my servant will be there too. And if anyone serves me, my Father will honour them. The Gospel of the Lord. I think everyone knows that the gospel of St. John is very profound. Words and phrases and images in that gospel have great depth. We have that sense listening to the passage today from the gospel of something which is very deep, very penetrating and very significant to all of us. The hour that has arrived is of course more than just a time on the clock. It's a definitive moment. It's the moment of the Lord's death, his trial, and, of course, his triumph. The wheat grain dying in the ground and realizing a great harvest is more than just an allusion to the mechanics of a seed falling onto the ground. It's about another, deeper sense of dying. It's about a kind of death that gives way to life and to a rich harvest. The servant whom the passage speaks of is more than a servant, It's the disciple, that sense of the master himself, uh, calling us not just to servitude, but calling us to be close to him, to follow him, and to do what he wishes of us. This passage from St. John's Gospel speaks to us all of what we ourselves know, the sense of journey, our taking of the road with the Lord. There is for all of us the hour too, that definitive moment, that moment to which everything itself leads. All of our journeys in life are illumined by that hour that the Lord himself enters into for our sake and for our salvation. It was that moment that he wished that the cup itself would pass, but of course all he desires in the end is that the Father's will might be done. There is, as I mentioned at the beginning for us, all a death and dying that that image itself speaks of, dying that passes to life, dying that's fruitful and, of course, gives way to the resurrection and the life which we ourselves believe in. In all things, we are invited to be where the Master is, in life as in death, to follow him, to know the path that he himself wants us to follow in, to know and trust where he leads us, to the place where he gives His life. <coughs> St. John's words which we have listened to today are the thing that gathers us today in this place. But they also remind us of the hope and faith that is in our own hearts. And they remind us also of that great aspect of journey that is in all of our lives. That we take the road with the Lord. That we journey with him. That we are on the way with him. And like the apostles whom we've heard of before, We are like them, we have laid our nets down by the seashore and we followed the Lord. We have taken the road, we have walked with him, we are on the same road and the same path as he is. Our life since the beginning has been touched by his death, by his dying and by his resurrection through our own baptism. Today we come to remember in our prayers at Mass one whose journey was very long. Thomas Morris lived to be ninety three years of age and just short of ninety four. Lifelong parishioner here of St Brides. As the family will know, he lived in Cobrook Street uh, in the first part of his life, and I have long believed that Canvas, uh, that for everyone in Cambus Lang they've lived in Cobrook Street at one time or another. I've come to believe that it is the Garden of Eden of Cambus Lang where it all started from. He attended the local school at Kirkhill and left school to be a delivery boy at Lipton's, graduating, I might say, to the counter where he served the customers. At the young age, the very young age of 18, he was called to the army and involved in the D-Day landings at Normandy. He moved with the army uh, through Belgium and into Germany. and This was where he met his future wife at Neumunster, in nineteen forty-three. They were eventually to settle here and marry here in nineteen forty-seven and to settle, of course, down to life in Cambus Lang. To three children, five grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Tom himself, as all of you will know, was well known in the area and had strong associations with the Whitefield Bowling Club. He liked music very much and very much used to torture his family with loud Scottish music and he was very easily persuaded to sing when the occasion came around. He also liked to tell jokes, I believe, to the grandchildren which he at least found funny. (laughs) Today's readings speak of the heavenly banquet where we will all be sat down at the table of the Lord. That road, that journey which Thomas himself took with the Lord, had its final point, (coughs) this place of consolation and light where all of his journeys led to. So at the end today, we commend Thomas to the Lord. We pray for his eternal peace and rest and we pray for a rich reward of the disciple who he was who tried to stay close to the Lord. We pray that in his dying, there might be rising. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living.
1: For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Thomas, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Amen. For Thomas, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up in the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions.
0: God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and called back to life with him. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, before you, without end, we acclaim.
3: Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus
0: We offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Thomas, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. (coughs) Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, We may merit to be co heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us, our Father, who art in heaven. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And And now let's offer one another a sign. Please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
3: Ante mater, in civitatem sang.